instead of making two completely separate entries for the two films that are part of this, um, I don't know if they're making any more of them, actually, so I don't want to say they're part of a trilogy or series or anything like that. There's only two of them. I believe they're both pretty well received, too, as far as I know. Um, but I don't believe any more is planned or another sequel uh, is in the works. But we're going to talk about Escape Room and then Escape Room Tournament of Champions. So I should also specify that if this does stay as just these two films, I think that's perfect. I don't think there needs to be this drive to push things to make more versions of them. Like another good example, which I should probably do an entry about at some point, is the Happy Death Day uh, movies. Happy Death Day and Happy Death Day to you. Those are a really good example of how all you need is two movies. If you do any more than that, you're just going to lose the plot. And this is another good example of that. Even though it might even set itself up for more, it's not necessary. And I do think these two films are really entertaining and fun to watch for what it is that they offer. Uh, Now, for those who may not know about me, I was born and raised in New York. In New York, these became very popular. They are still popular, but they had a huge sort of, like, upcoming in maybe the 2010s, I would say. There was a good five or six years where you could not stop hearing about escape rooms. So, has there been more than just these two films that have come out based on the same concept? Yes, But I have not seen any of them besides these two, and I also know that those other ones are kind of more B-level, straight-to-stream, or straight-to-the-friggin' Walmart DVD bin. Uh, These are the only two that I know of that have gone straight into um, theaters and have been commercially successful. I believe the first one cost something like $10 million to make, and it, like did that times 15 in the box office, something like 150 million, which is why it was like brought out to make a sequel, which was uh, Escape Room Tournament of Champions. And that was a little bit more, I think that was more like 10 or 12 million. And that only did about 60 million, something like that, which is still good. It's not a failure, but definitely not as successful as the first one is. And now the first one is very successful for good reason. The first one is just kind of this, success story that sort of came out of nowhere i want to say you know like i don't think anybody really went into it thinking oh escape room is going to be the hit summer film or whenever the hell it came out uh you know back in 2019 but i don't think anybody was expecting for it to be as good as it was it was really really well done it was very well thought out it was very well written uh it was very much maybe more I think it's pinned as a psychological thriller, but it's very much more of a suspense thriller than anything else. The, the psychological part of it is literally just maybe the the mind-playing games of the escape room concept of it, you know, because it is still an escape room. And now here's the premise. It's The premise is that you have these 10 or so odd people that are put into this escape room kind of uh, game, puzzle game, where the prize is something like, I mean, I guess it's a little dumb. I think the prize is like 10 grand or something, which doesn't seem like much. But, you know, when you're down on your luck and all you have to do is win an escape room. Yeah, 10, 10 grand sounds like, you know, a sweet deal. So 
I guess in that respect, yes, it makes sense. But the premise of this game that they're playing is the concept of survival. So all of the characters have all survived something in some way, shape, or form. Uh, I do recognize a few of the actors from there, but the only one I know off the top of my head is Taylor Russell, because she's also in Lost in Space. I thought she was great in Lost in Space, and I thought she was great in both of these films, so that's why I know her. But when you watch it, you recognize a couple of the other people as well. I just don't know any of their names off the top of my head. I know uh, there was a, uh, one of the girls, uh, one of the actresses in there. She was also in uh, Daredevil. I forget her name. Um, there was another dude who I recognize, a little um, uh, chubby actor gentleman. I don't remember what his name is or what I know him from, but I do know him. But yeah, this was sort of like a, a Taylor Russell kind of when she was hot and getting out of the the, the TV show like, trying to project herself back, like, out of that into mainstream movies. And I know she's been doing more than just that. I know she has more under her belt than just Lost in Space in these two films. But, you know, when it comes to what she's most well-known for, it definitely has to be these two films and Lost in Space. And rightfully so. Lost in Space is a tremendous show, and this first film is really good. Again, from start to finish. So, like I was saying, I digress too much when it comes to stuff like this, but we're going to move on. It's focused on survivors. And what the game is, is they go through this sort of maze, and it's all a game, and they have to escape each other room, and each room has some sort of aspect that correlates with somebody's st backstory of what they survived, or what they were the survivor of. And as they go through there, they're realizing that, you know, eventually the, it, is, it is only meant to lead down to one winner. So they're all going to have to die at some point except for one. And of course, it starts leading to tension, and there's only one or two of them that are kind of like, you know, guys, we have to work together, this, that, and the third. But eventually, it does lead down to two characters, and those two characters wind up kind of beating the system. And then it ends with them kind of being like, okay, we beat them at sort of their own game and we should go after them so they don't do this shit again. So what they don't know is the people who run the escape room, the game, they're still watching them and sort of keeping tabs on them. And so while they're doing that, they're realizing like, oh, they're, you know, they're, they're talking shit. Let's fuck them up. And they they create this new version of the game, which what Escape Room 2, um, um, Tournament of Champions, what that focuses on is how they want to get back at these two who beat their game beforehand. You know, only supposed to be one. They made it where it could be two, and they're really mad about that. So they're like, okay, what we're going to do is we're going to bring all the winners from previous games and we're just going to make sure that nobody is still alive to claim that this was a thing that happened to them ever in life. So the Tournament of Champions is essentially all winners from previous games doing the exact same thing. Now, the games are much more elaborate, but you know when you watch the first one, you kind of know that, okay, you have to look out for certain things within the environment. You know, they have to dig through sand and look at things from certain angles and you know pull certain levers on a train in one scene it's just 
it, it's very well done when you're looking at it from the perspective that if it was real life and nobody was really dying, you could probably have fun in an escape room that was that elaborate. If it really boiled down to nobody really dies, but this is how crazy the escape rooms could possibly be. You know, like, there's one scene where they're out in, and this is in Tournament of Champions. There's one scene when they're out in a street-like environment. It's meant to look like the street. And what it's sort of meant to do is they it's meant to make them believe that they got out. And, of course, they discover they didn't get out. It's all another stage that they've set up to look like it's a street that's on an actual street level, like, outside of the building where the game is being held. So when they start realizing that and they start getting messed with when everything starts changing to show them the challenge they have to beat <laughs> out of nowhere it starts raining acid and they have to try to find cover and the only cover is in like a phone booth and they're trying to solve the puzzle while it periodically rains acid and the acid comes in like quicker and quicker intervals so the, the games are really intense and just the the mystery aspect, just just the problem-solving aspect of it is something that I find a lot of appreciation with. And even in the first one, the first one was just as good, especially when that first game hits you. The first game is just all of them. It's all the main characters, and they're all in an office. And all of a sudden, the office starts changing, and the office starts producing a lot of heat. And it turns in that this is just one humongous oven <laughs> like they're just in this giant toaster oven and they have to f solve the puzzle to get out it's just really really well done both of them back to back are really really well done but of course escape room tournament of champions goes a little deeper into the storyline where we see who the people are that are running the show what the motivation is and we try to and we really try to see from the 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 background perspective what's kind of the driving force of everything. And then there's a, a few points of the story that don't necessarily need to be there. You know, there's this, there's the main game maker and his daughter, and his daughter is like, like she's the one that's making the puzzles, and he's using it to his advantage to become rich and famous, and he's got her, well, not rich and famous because he has to keep a secret, but like rich and very well known to be the game maker within the community of people who are paying to have this done to other people. That have people like kidnapped and paid to get, you know, murdered in these, you know, sadistic games. His daughter is the one who kind of makes the games and he kind of reaps the benefits of it. And so there's this whole other elaborate, elaborate plot point of trying to rescue the daughter when they discover what it is in the background that is really running the show. So it's just, that might've been a little unnecessary, which probably got this one a little bit less of its, um, uh, like a little bit less of the, 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 the talking points that it deserved, you know, because leading off of what the first one did, it definitely left a lot of people talking and really did want more of what people were going for in the first one. But now, how they left off with the second one and how the ratings went for the second one. I don't, like I said at the beginning, I don't think we're going to get any more. Um, but it's just difficult to not want more if you're into that thing. You know, especially if you like actually going to escape rooms. I love escape rooms. I've loved them since their inception, you know, almost a decade ago. 
And I think they're a lot of fun. And I think when you see movies like this that kind of just take them and view them in a different perspective, you can see that you can actually have fun with the formula in, in that respect. What you could also relate this to is another movie or another series of movies that came out 20 years ago, 25 years ago. It's called Cube. And Cube is basically like... I don't want to say a love child of these two films because both of these films came out after the fact. So, like, Cube is, like, 95 or 97. And then you have Saw, which is, like, 2007. And then you have Escape Room, that's 2019. Cube is basically Saw meets Escape Room. But all it all Cube is is just different square rooms that have booby traps in it. So, if you look at it like that and then you look at what Escape Room offers, this isn't, a, like, a formula that has an already been done a dozen times already it's just how this formula has is utilizing something that's common in you know i guess the light like the lives of city people that people that want are looking for stuff to do people are always looking for pop-up shops or pop-up little stores and uh pop-up activities all over cities i know for a fact in new york and i guarantee you they they happen in Los Angeles and Florida and probably even like somewhere in Texas and Austin these this idea of the pop-up is very much not new and it ain't going away anytime soon and a lot of them have to do with escape rooms so how do you take a formula that Cube has done a formula that Saw has done a formula that even Hostel has done and how do you make it where you can attach that to something else that kind of modernizes it in a way or views it in a different perspective an escape room does that. Now, again, there are more than just one escape room-esque films out there actually called escape room. I've come across at least three, but I have not cared to watch them because they're not something that I... There's nobody in it that I recognize. Maybe I'll give it a chance if I'm in the mood for a B-movie, but I've already had my fair share of B-movies for the last week or so that I have to do entries for, and... I am not satisfied, so I'm kind of holding off on those until I can kind of talk a little bit more and praise a lot, have a little bit more films that I can actually have some praise for. And, you know, I praise the first one. The second one is definitely not up to par as the first one is, but watch the first Escape Room. It's It's very enjoyable, and it's a real fun watch, especially if you don't mind the idea of as I said, the examples of Saw, Hostel. If you've never seen it, go back and watch Cube. These are all very similar films. It's like it's like Hunger Games isn't new. You have Battle Royale from Japan. You have The Condemned with Stone Cold Steve Austin. These are not new ideas. It's just how are people doing it differently? And Escape Room is done differently, and it's done with enough difference that it catches your attention and it matters a little bit more. You know, I appreciated what they did with this film, even though it's a sort of overdone concept. They had enough uniqueness in it that keeps your attention and you find enjoyment out of it, at least for me, and at least the first one. Maybe they will do a third one. I don't know. I wouldn't put it past them if they viewed making four times as much that they spent on it as being a big success, but it's not critically as well-received as the first one is. The first one is very much worth it in the long run especially if they're just stopping at these two which again isn't a bad thing they can stop at these two and i'm pretty sure anybody who was a fan of the first one or both of them will be more than happy with that because i don't think they'll want them to 
ruin the story um, any more than maybe some people sort of feel have they've already have. But the first one is still worth it. 